Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. And yep. if this is your first time listening to the Balcony Chatter Podcast, you are in for a, you're in for one. That's for sure. I don't know what that means, but you're in for it. You'll get um you'll get a little bit of everything. Um you know, there there isn't only bad to come. No. But, but uh, I, I there's I a lot of we... it and it's more and it's more recent and so it's gonna be uh, you know we're vulnerable here, you know. We start with the fresh <laughs> wounds on this one. How about that? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I say so. You know, we I'm, always try to we always try to end on a high note if it's ever possible. Right. We do have we do have a high note to end on. So yeah, we and we will start with the most recent. Well, so I guess I'll start by saying that I was really hoping that we'd be recording this episode with a tied, you know, both teams at a one and one game to one game, you know, one to one in the series or seven, Bruins and Celtics, um, but. The Bruins I felt are down. relatively good about that too. I, I don't know. I, uh, I just thought tonight would be a wholly, totally different. Well, realistically, I thought we'd have a, a really good bounce back game. The Bruins. This is what we're going to start with here. Yeah. And we we didn't. You know, like there were there were some good parts of the game, but they were rare. Uh, I'll say that. And, yeah, and poor and and poorly timed. Uh, you know, just down the stretch. We'll get into the end of the game, you know, when it's appropriate. But you know, I thought that was one of the better, better, you know, best we looked was at, at the end of the game. I felt and that's just so backwards. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's we we both know that going into a game that you just got beat five to one, that let's just start at the very beginning. Getting that first goal is crucial, and they did not yeah. get the first goal yet again. And yep. it just went downhill from there. It did. But it felt like we started really hot in game one. You know, I, this felt like this I, felt I agree. This was a backwards way to get the result that we were one goal better than we were the game before. Right. And for that it's like extremely deflating because it's just like now if you put the two games together, we're doing a lot of things wrong. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean, where do you want to start? You want to start in net, in net or? No, because I think that yes, that is a problem, and we will get to it. But I don't think that that is the biggest issue here. I think that the biggest issue, aside from us being completely flat, is these poorly, poorly timed and poorly taken penalties. And Horrible. now, now, I'm not going to blame the refs, although there were some terrible calls. But, there were, but but we earned we earned enough to ruin this game without the the ones the refs. Added. What the ones I'm specifically talking about that stick out in my mind. Very first one is is Frederick taking that penalty, swinging yeah. you know, or or interference for absolutely no reason. And if Frederick plays in the next game, I will be shocked. I think that it's time to put Wagner in there. Clearly, this team is going to play us physically. All Wagner does if he's not playing an offensive game, which of course he's going to be on the third or fourth line, is hit. He he is a hitting machine, and he's going to agitate. He's going to annoy the other team, and that's what we need desperately. And yeah. I think that he has more of the mental um, toughness in these types of games right now 
over Frederick to actually like play a role for the team and not take penalties that aren't accidental, like a high stick or a trip or whatever. But like he wouldn't have taken that penalty there, guaranteed. And that's I saw so many frustration penalties. That's the other one that sticks and, out to and, me and, is Martian taking the swing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean at least that was eye for an eye, I guess. It was, but we get a penalty. We get a power play if he doesn't take that swing. Yeah. So it's frustrating because again, we're, this is back to the conversation of Marshan is that guy that you need to be level-headed, which will never happen. But you need him in that situation to be the bigger person and not take that swing. Give us the man advantage, and hopefully, although our power play hasn't been great, it's been better as of late. Um give us the opportunity to get back into the game. And we didn't get that. Not to mention your best shorthanded player is in the box. Yeah. So it's frustrating because these are plays where obviously the Frederick one is just dumb. We don't, there's no double, there's no matching penalties there. So there's no chance for us to get a power play, but it's just not necessary. The Marshan one was frustrating more frustrating because we could have been on a power play. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. They had three five on threes tonight. You cannot win a game that way. I don't care who you're playing. No, it was, uh, like, I didn't even feel like sick to my stomach. I just felt like, like I got beaten over the head with like several bats. Yeah, I mean, and I jumped and mugged like that's how it felt to watch this game. It was just punishment, punishment, punishment. I don't know. I I don't know if it's like, obviously, they're playing well. They're doing what needs to be done in order to win games. Carolina, like they they, absolutely are playing like they should, like they want it. Yeah. But my point is, and I don't I don't necessarily mean to sound optimistic with this. Because it's more of a factual observation, and I'm not saying they will do this, but like, I I haven't seen them play their game yet. Like what we saw them do a little bit down the stretch into the playoffs, I haven't seen any of that. So maybe they wake up. That'd be really cool. It's the, that's only, the way. only way they have a shot. <laughs> it's literally the only way they have a shot. And yeah, that's the thing. It's just like I. Carolina's playing great hockey. I just the Bruins are beating themselves. The Bruins are beating themselves. I, I really believe that. I mean, I don't know. I, especially in game one, game two, Carolina's goals much more like just destroying. Yeah. And like big plays, but I think that's defensive issues. I don't know. I was surprised with the with the switch up, you know, on D. Um I don't know. Especially if you're not going to switch. I don't know. I'm just, it, it just doesn't look right. It's just off. Well, we have many issues now. Not only are, are is our offense basically ice cold, um, our biggest guys aren't doing anything unless they're named Patrice Bergeron. Marchand's yeah. not scoring. Pasta's not scoring. Uh, Patrice, t- who, who even got a little extracurricular after the play. He's been frustrated tonight. very clearly. Yeah. How the fuck could he not be? Sorry, uh, but but there there are a few guys that I'd like to shout out that are actually skating, actually playing hard. But it's not they're not finding the back of the net. Taylor Hall is is playing absolutely amazing. One of my favorite Bruins right now, dude. Good yep. God, he's playing very very well. 
And get, oh, gets to a scrum. His helmet got pulled off. He's still right there. Just yep. like, I don't know. And a couple guys a that... tough that, guy. You know? I don't know. Just like much tougher than I ever imagined, I guess, when he was drafted. I think that he's not afraid to mix it up a little bit. He's not going to fight, but he's not afraid to get in there when it's necessary. Uh, I think he'll stand up to anyone. Not Again, not in a fight. But right. Stand up to him, yeah. I mean, we clearly... You know, I guess we talk about the the Lindholm issue at hand as well. He got number, absolutely number down. He got dude, he absolutely trucked. I didn't like it, dude. I don't know. Everyone says totally clean. Like I don't know. I, I think it was I was mostly I thought, clean. Maybe I'm maybe I'm convinced. Maybe I'm confusing with football. But there's something about driving up. I, I agree. But he didn't necessarily leave his feet. One foot came off the ground a little bit. The other one was still sort of on the ground. I didn't see it as malicious. Typically, in that situation, we're always like, yes, that was a dirty hit. But when you watch the replay, when you see them break it down, the majority of the hit was clean. I don't think that he was trying to injure him because if he wanted to, Lindholm's head was down. He could have killed him. Like, he literally could have blew him up, and he would have been done for... Who knows? And, and and we don't know how long he's going to be out for. I guarantee that he's not coming could, back yeah, in this he, series. He could be down for who knows that. He's down for who knows now. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm saying like he could have. That could have been like one of those. If he really wanted to hurt the guy, his head was down. It was in the perfect position. That's one of those like the player is never the same ever again after that type of hit. If they're trying to injure, and that's not what I felt was the case in that situation. But now we have the issue of you're down your second best defenseman and you're already hurting on defense as far as skill. Forbore and Clifton are, I mean, the skill is not there. So yeah. so with the, the addition or the subtraction of Frederick, my, what I would like to see happen in the next game is I would like to see Frederick take a seat, Wagner come in there. I'd like to see um, them put Brown in. And I would like to also see them put Riley in. And I think that that would fill one of those obviously would fill Lindholm's spot. And then the other one, I think you you have to sit Clifton. Um, Forbort's not playing the best either, but I want to go bigger. I don't want to go smaller. I don't want to go Riley to or Forbort to Riley and keep Clifton in there too. I think that we need as big as possible. This is the reason that we got Brown. Um, he, obviously, it was more for depth, but he is a big guy. He's a tough guy. We need that in this series. We're getting pushed around, clearly. And they're just, they're not going to back down. You know, we could jump on them all we want. We saw that at the end of the game. We saw that in the the few tussles that they got in throughout the game, obviously because of standing up for their teammates. But, like, we need to be the ones that push them around, not the other, the other way around, because they're not going to stop. So put these guys in who are not afraid to hit, who are not afraid to get into it. And just let it let it happen. I mean, we can't we can't keep up with them physically unless we do something different. It's yeah, it's not working. No, it's not. We're getting pushed around. That's what I mean. It's just it's not giving your skill guys Watching, any time yeah, to actually set up. Yeah. I just I don't even I don't know, man. It's so frustrating because. I mean, what do you think? You you mentioned goaltending earlier. What do you think about putting Swayman in? I'm in, truly. Game three at home, put him in? 
I I know it's crazy. I don't know. No, I mean it's not crazy. It's not you know it's ten ten goals in two games is 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 the is the thing. I mean it's I know that not all ten are him. There's a couple of empty netters, but what is it seven eight? Uh, it has to be eight, I think, right? Because they don't, they scored one empty net last game and one empty net this game. When you're not getting it going on the offensive end, I I don't know. I think you ha- you have to mix that up and still hope for. Shoot but he, out. here's the other thing that's super frustrating to me, and I don't know if it's the same for you. I'm sure that it is, but I mean, they have a I don't know. I think this kid's 22, 23 years old. This goaltender in net, he's their third. He's their backup goalie. Their backup's backup. And they're not putting enough shots on him. Yes, I 100% agree with you. The second, I would even go as far as saying the second half of the game. So the, the remaining 30 minutes of this game, the Bruins actually turned it on. They started throwing shots at the net. There was a stretch there for like 15, 20 minutes where they had three shots before that. It's like, that's not going to cut it. You throw every shot you can. This guy's letting up huge rebounds. And that's how we were scoring goals off of the rebound. It wasn't. Yeah, in, why can't you, why can't you play the way you did in that late in the season Detroit loss, or whoever when they pelted him for like fifty saves because they just threw it on his chest? Right. I mean, he's giving up all these big rebounds, and that's the way that they're going to go in. You're not going to get these. They're not letting you set up. Your power play is not good, so you're not going to get these one timers from Pasta. You're not going to get all these fancy goals. Get the dirty goal. I don't care what it looks like, you, and they shouldn't either. They just just get the goal, like, and there were so many times in this game. I, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say so many, but there were a bunch of times in this game where we would score or we would have a good shift, and then they would immediately counter with something that was equivalent or better, and it just took the wind right out of the sails of the whole team. And you could see that it was like every time they felt like they got a step forward, it was two steps back, and yeah. it, it can't be like that in in game three. If they go down three nothing, I mean this series is over, right? Like they're not going to win four straight. It's happened, of course, but I mean not with the way that they're playing right now and the way that Carolina is playing on the opposition. Like it's just, it's not going to work that way. So you, we have to come home and win both games, and I think that that's what they're going to do. I think that I know that the Garden's going to be crazy. I know that it's going to be wild and that this game, this physicality is going to bleed over into this next game and into the remainder of this series. And I hope that it doesn't come at the cost of more injuries, but it's going to be the only way to win this series is to match their physicality and have some of your main guys come around and actually score. I mean, Patrice Bergeron has done everything. And pelt the guy who just played like his first playoff game. Right. I mean, this he's, again, he's their third back. He's their third goalie. I mean, we're not talking about even their backup at this point. Dude, oh, man. It's just, it's just so frustrating. It That's really the perfect like we, word. We took any advantage of it, any of it. I mean, and also we couldn't for a very long amount of time because of how much time we spent in the box and how much time we had two guys in the box. And it's just, oh. Or I think at one point four or five. Yep. And I mean, yes, of course, some of those were matching, but still, those are guys that aren't on the ice. Those shifts can't be played. So, I mean, and then especially like defensively, if any 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 defenseman are in the box, we're already down a defenseman. So we're. Let me just. All right, all right. I also want to say this because it needs to be said. Every single game, 
Charlie McAvoy is getting better and better. This kid is the he is standing up and doing everything possible in every game to put his team in a good position. He's putting big hits out there. He's standing up for all of his teammates. He's making he's good also, plays. He's also taking what looks like something that could like put someone out for a month hits and like he'll go off and then he'll come back and he's fine. And it's like it's I mean that like, that was an ugly. That one was ugly. Dude, it's I he, thought he was done. I was like it's over. This Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Gut-wrenching. But definitely, you know, it's it's impossible to not notice that regardless of what team you're watching, whether you're a Carolina fan or you're a Bruins fan here, it's like he is playing at an elite level. And it's showing every game that he plays, he's getting better and better. And I think that we're not in his prime. And I think that we're in for a treat of watching him play for the next however many years we have him and hopefully more. I hope you're right. Love that. But, but I do want to see some changes. Obviously, I want to see the the lineup shake up a little bit. It needs to happen. It's what's what's happening right now is not working. Some guys are clearly banged up or just cold. I don't know what it is, but we need some some changes. Obviously, we need to slot somebody in on defense because of injury. Um, but I think that we need to slot someone in as well because of you know just to change it up, get a different guy, get a different perspective in there. And uh, I hope that Cassidy makes those changes. And, you know, I, I know that I'll probably get get people upset about this one. But if Omar is in net, I won't be upset in game three because I don't think that. Oh, he's, I don't think you're alone. I don't think, I think he's the major problem. I think there's a lot of people problem. who say you don't break away from that, especially he's getting home ice. I just I, I don't know. We all know everybody who listens to this that we're. we're I felt like the hot take would be putting Swayman in I I mean I don't know though because again like you said he let up eight goals in two games it's terrible but yeah but you're going with another guy who has no experience and and you're putting him in cold against a team that is very clearly rolling they're they're just firing on all cylinders and I don't know maybe that's what you need but maybe we play two goalies we pull a defenseman what if we don't play any defenseman, and we only play. We play only Charlie McAvoy, and two goaltenders. Like we'll take yeah. out four got four other guy, five other guys. Yeah, yeah. As long as we get two goalies. Yeah. Deal. I'm. Who says no? Who says no? Oh. <laughs> God, man, no. But we gotta win. Yes, like you said, we absolutely have to win at home. You know, let's see. Let's see your mojo, Andrew. You know, we there was a little bit of a cold streak at home when you were out here in L.A. Let's see. This is uh, this is the test of it. Maybe you bring Bruins hockey back. Anybody, a- anyone who's listening to this, you know, and you're going to the game, bring bring the noise, bring everything you got, you know, because the the you can hear what it's like in Carolina. Yeah, and like shout out, shout out to Raleigh. Like they do have a good fan base. No, I'm not. I'm not but shutting this, them out but, right now. I'm. I'm anti this, right now. But this is. Nah, I, I like the. I like that a crowd shows up. I'd rather a crowd that I can hate than no crowd at all. Is all I mean by that. But it's not Boston. This is what I'm talking about. Like, it. it we have to come out. And and 
Like the Bruins have to win the next two games. They, 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 this is balcony chatter. We need that to be like balcony shatter. You know what I'm saying? All the glass from the decibels. I I don't know. Like something needs to happen. The crowd really needs to be in it because that really does affect the game. The players have said it on, you know, every team players say that. And even Lindholm, when he came here, he was like, this is not, this is clearly not Anaheim. You know, this, this place wants to, wants to be there for their, their team and wants to cheer them on. And I'm upset that he's not going to be able to play. I, I don't think, I mean, there's no way he can play game three, right? Am I crazy or or Lindholm? Yeah, I I don't think it's I don't think it's out of this world if he does. I guess it depends on the severity and what we end up hearing over the next day or two. I mean, we're talking. He looked lights. I'm, I wasn't surprised he got pulled to the game, but. dude. He was out. He was immediately. He was out. He went stiff. Yeah, he when he was talking to the trainer, it looked I couldn't I couldn't lip read. Sometimes I can. And, you know, maybe that'll come in handy throughout the playoffs. But in this instance, I couldn't. But it did seem like he was, like, asking what happened. Yeah, yeah. Trainer. Like, fully seemed like that. It was disturbing. I don't um, know, man. We'll, we'll see. I, but, dude, but him playing again? I don't know. You know, Depends I, on how he feels. I, it's the NHL. It's, I don't know. It's the playoffs. I, 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 I think it's up to him. I don't. Absolutely not. Not with a head injury. But I will say this, you know, and, and I hate to say this, but the injury happened. It is what it is, and, and it sucks because it's hockey, and that's that's just what happens sometimes. W- regardless of whether or not you or anybody else think that it's a clean hit or it's not a clean hit, it happened. And it was very not quite in the sense of it being malicious because it didn't seem that way, but it was very reminiscent of the Nathan Horton hit where he got knocked out immediately and it completely changed the way that the series went. You know, back in 2011, they literally said, they were like, if that hit doesn't happen, I don't think that we go on and win the cup. Because they kind of poked the bear and they woke them up. And yes, of course, that team was a thousand times tougher than this team. It's not even comparable. It is night and day. But those are the types of things that really shift a series and shift a game. And when that had happened... As unfortunate as it was, I, I was hoping that that was going to wake them up and really get them to play for him, for the win, for the team, all of that. And it didn't, you know, from that point on, they did turn around. I think that's basically when you were referring to, like, this is where they you saw a shift in their play, but it, it wasn't enough to win the game. It's way too little too late. Maybe. Uh, I hate. The thing I wanted to talk about at the end of the game was we could keep the puck in the zone with a man advantage with an empty net better than we could on the power play. That just doesn't make any sense to me, numbers-wise. Yeah. Um, just just frustrating stuff. I know, I know we're not great at the power play, but I just feel like we should be able to possess at least, even if we're not going to get those shots but that we need. tell me why we're not good on the power play. Like... Yeah. Bergeron, Martian, Pasta. And I know they're good on the penalty. Taylor Hall. I won't ignore that. And Charlie McAvoy. That power play should be lethal, and they can't even cross the blue line. I just don't get it. 
Is it is it is it entirely the Canes? I mean, no. Are the, no. the power play was cold for a month. Yeah. I don't know, man. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'll crack this one open. Nice. Pampy for 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 Lindholm, dude, hoping that he makes oh, it back man. into the next game, but I don't I'm not feeling great about that. Your, the first thing you said was he's done for the series. That was your instinct that you announced. Yeah, but now I'm trying to five, dude, five, I am trying five to, minutes later. I'm trying to grasp <laughs> onto any positivity I possibly can on this episode because I right. am straight yeah. up not You're, having a good time, buddy. So you are straight up expelling the negativity that is the worst case scenario in your mind. I just flip flopped on my own hot take. Nice. You're just getting it all out. Yeah, man. I'm working through Sometimes some stuff right now, and it's yeah. not great. Hey, man. I'm here for it, bro. I I'm appreciate it. it. Um, Brad Marchand, very frustrating. Uh, is he going to score a point in this series? How I, many points will he score in this series? I mean, had, did, he had to have had one tonight. Like, just based on Bergeron getting two goals, Martian had to have factored into something there, right? Bergeron, he got an assist on the first goal. He got an assist on the first Bergeron goal. That is that going to be his only point of the series? God, I hope not. Is he going to score a goal? God, I hope so. And is it going to be empty net? I don't even care. But it just has to happen. I want a shorthanded. That would that would be great, especially at home. Get Talk the place about rocking. a moment that turns the series around. <clears throat> I think we'll have more shorthanded opportunities. God, <laughs> why, like why, dude? Why, why would you want that? I, I don't want that. I'm just being a realist. I'm working through shit too, dude. Sorry, I'm Penny. Dude, okay, I, I, I feel you. So I'm just on edge right now, dude. I'm sorry. I, I I'm not. I just need some time. We're literally recording this after game two, and I'm, again, not having a good time. It's 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 tough. It's frustrating, and I just hope that they can come out. We cannot even – I don't even think that we can split here. I think we need to win both games. And to be honest with you, but I, I didn't think so before, but I think this is going seven now. Like, I think that it's going to go um, – it, obviously, it's going to go seven. Bruins aren't going to okay. win four straight. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I think the uh, the silver lining in this is that we haven't seen Bruins hockey yet. Let's just hope it shows up. Uh, I agree. We're down. We're down, guys. But I saw. I, I saw it at the end there. Yeah. And and we should have pulled it within one. I don't know if we would have gotten another, but. But if you get within one, there's you know there's a lot better chance because you start feeling it and you're like we're there, we're close, we might be able to do this. So we're just like not setting up nice enough opportunities when we're six on four with the empty net, let alone five on. No, and I think that that six on five, it might be mental yeah. on our end, but it also is. You have to give credit to Carolina for the way that they play. Like they're Definitely. jamming up the lanes. They're not Definitely. letting you do anything. And then anything. when we get the opportunities, it just seems like panic moves. Exactly. And maybe that's because they feel like there's no time to have the puck. Yeah. Right. 
I don't know, man. But I started this, you know, I started this episode by saying that I was hoping that we'd be one-one both series going into uh, game three, but clearly that's not the case. I was really hoping that the Bruins were going to come out like the Celtics did in game two because they had a terrible game one, you know. And I was like, this is, it's, it, they're going to mirror each other, and then we're going to go on a streak, and then that didn't happen, and now I'm still angry. Magic. But. As you said, we do like to talk positive here a little bit. I don't know if you really want to talk about game one because of how bad it was, but if we switch over to basketball now, you tell me a little bit about how you felt about game two and the absolute stomping that they put on the Bucks, And try to try to make me a little bit happy here. All right. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. Oh, boy. And the good news is, is I'm going to get into game two. And it was a pretty damn good game. That's going to be the positive part that we warn the uh, new listeners about. Okay. But also to give them a real idea of it. But also to make game two shine as well. You got to talk game one, buddy. Okay. Um, We get no answer for Giannis. You know, absolutely no answer for him. Just pretty destroyed. I know, like, people feel like we did match up well, but... His involvement was still too much. He was able to orchestrate with a team that, again, is lacking Chris Middleton, and we didn't really show up very much. I don't know. Felt like a nice sl- like smack in the mouth, truly. Uh, and then <clears throat> we saw that in game two where I just think so much of our game was heightened and the defensive switching to isolation defense on Giannis Shout out to Grant Williams. My God. He held them to 4 of 12 or something. Um, Just really like a fascinating display of what I think is, again, just Ime Udoka. Like just complete game plan adjustments to go in there and smack the Bucks as hard as they smacked us the game before yeah just absolutely incredible more i think more yeah i mean i i do too i do too but i want to see us do it again i'm worried right. jalen won't have another i mean dude i know jalen went off but like call me crazy jalen brown can go off yeah but jalen brown but we don't you know? need so, like, to I, win I by want, 30 we need him to do that again in this series we need him to do that again in this series i agree or at least like not just like I expect 20, but we need him to go off and like take control like that and go to the hoop like that and then still be insane from three. I don't know. You know, you, we I, need Jalen Brown. Like, cause we, we can win with Tatum being the facilitator, like the borderline triple double guy that he's developed in the playoffs this year. It's, it's fantastic. I don't know. So we, the first game was hideous, but game two, it's like, let's go. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel good. I can, I can make you feel better by saying I, I feel good. I know it's Giannis. I know how hard he is. You know, all the memes going around of him absolutely, like, manhandling, like, Tatum and stuff and just, like, getting position. To win like that without Marcus Smart, and I, I just got to say, Andrew, and I'm, I'm not coming at you for this, all right? I know dude, all I'm telling Marcus you, Smart dude. He, Are you going to say we're better without him? I mean... Oh, then I am coming. We lost the first game. We won the second game by 30. I'm just saying, dude. 
You're not actually saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh my god. I almost just lost it. I almost just <laughs> lost my mind. I should have just kept rolling with it though. I was giving I wasn't even gonna get dig into these these types of people. I was just gonna say, you know, not even gonna give you the time of day <laughs> to anyone saying we're better without Marcus Smart. Absolutely incorrect. But the way we played, fantastic. Marcus is just another body who can switch and handle Giannis, you know, match up on him on some of the possessions. But Grant Williams was incredible. Dude, and, shout uh, out to Grant Williams. Uh, that, shout that out to dude. Giannis, one of ten. <laughs> what a start. How would you feel about, okay, so like I just, like I said previously, like you were talking about Jalen Brown. He Yo, does, I saw someone on Twitter called Grant Williams the dork knight, and now I'm in. I don't call him Batman, but I'll call him the dork knight. I love that video of Horford just being like is that batman and he gets so giddy and like so excited that he just called him that it, yeah. it's such a great video but yeah he makes the joker face yeah um but so what i was gonna say was jalen brown doesn't have to go off like that in order to win the game we need no. we need him to be somewhere in between obviously if he can if he can do that every game that's that's ideal but we need him somewhere in between game one and game two because game one, he was ice cold. Game two, he was red hot. So if he's in the middle and he's playing well and he's playing well defensively too, I mean, I think that that is enough to get you through. And and do you think that this is going to be the toughest matchup should we make it further in the playoffs here? Aside from maybe the finals if you were to make it there? Um, Here's my thing with that. I think it's the... I think it's the best star remaining in the East. Yeah. So in the, in terms of the trip to the finals, like I think Giannis is better than anyone on the Heat, hands down. I don't think anyone would argue that. Um, and so people who make the argument that like it's a star-driven leagues, a driven league, and like star stars win the championships and everything like that. Yeah, I do think getting through Giannis even without Chris Middleton is brutal and like you could see they missed chris middleton in this game and that's good we should be shutting down the remaining people who are in there tired of seeing grayson allen go off shout out to Jalen brown dropping his ass shout out to peyton pritchard throwing him on the ground love it pissing him off oh i love the series i hate milwaukee i'm about to i'm about to hate these games these away games man that atmosphere pisses me off I love shutting that crowd up. I would love to be at that. I, I I wanted to go to one of these two. I don't I don't think I've ever been to a playoff basketball game. You should change that. Well, I agree, but I mean, I already spent all this money on Bruins. But but if Bruins playoffs end soon, you never know what might happen. Yeah. <sighs> I don't want to think about that yet. We just got to play as good as we can, but it's it's different to do than in the regular season. Like just the obvious, like it's just obviously it is the playoffs. But Giannis every night of trying to keep a winning streak and like a positive winning ratio is easier said than done. We can do it, but we got to be on our game. And I think the smack in the mouth hopefully really turned up this gear and even though even on the road we can work them much like we did against brooklyn 
come back, finish it home. You you go to game five, and uh, Celtics in five still remains intact. Gentlemen sweep. I think, like, I was very surprised by the fact that the Bucks came out so hot in game one. Like from what from what everybody was saying on the broadcasts and on the radio and whatnot, like they're always typically so bad in game one of series that like the fact that they came out that way was I don't even know if the Celtics were expecting them to be like play that way. I think the narrative that they um you know, ducked the nets and lost home court for it and kind of like weren't the team to beat for the final like the finals favorites at, in the east uh kind of dr- and kind of drove them to like no we're the we're the de- defending champions for a reason yeah so um i think i think that's got a lot to do with it so where is your confidence level going into the rest of these games of this series like do you feel I mean, I know that you said, obviously, yes, Jason and Jalen have to play well and they have to play, uh, you know, and getting Marcus Smart back would obviously be a huge plus, although it seems like they're able to do it without him. It's not ideal, but they showed that they're they're capable. Like, what's your confidence level going into games three, four, and so on? If it's on the fence with Marcus and it's, it'd be better to rest than to play him, I say still rest him. Um. Like in terms of his in, his rehabilitation and like how good he would be for Game Three if he played or didn't play, yeah, you know, uh, I'd say rest him, and uh, I don't know, just keep the same game plan. Well, I, I mean, Jalen, Jalen to the hoop, moving ball, ball movement, screens, switching, throwing different bodies at Giannis. If I'm being honest, uh, I didn't get to watch all of the game I watched parts of it and I listened to parts of it like yeah. what was it that was Giannis just off or were they really shutting him down or was it a little bit of both a little bit of both okay I mean that's kind of that's that's ideal I mean that's what you game yeah. plan for I mean Giannis is shooting better now than he ever has in his career but in his career he's not a great jump shooter at all yeah um now he's got the three-point game more in his bag, but I mean, I still don't think he's a very high number of uh, like I, I don't think his percentage is that high. Hmm. Let me see here. Because I mean, obviously, if you can shut him down, that's essentially shutting down eight, what eighty percent of the team. I mean, we're we're talking like a LeBron. Yeah, Giannis situation. doesn't even shoot thirty thirty percent from three. Twenty nine point three percent. Well, that makes more. That makes sense. I mean, he's not. He's he's a drive the hoop kind of guy. Yeah, but I think he was pulling up a lot and it wasn't falling. Whereas uh, game one, it was wasn't not falling, and he had, I don't know. He just Graham Williams and Al Horford can disrupt him. Like Al Horford picks his pocket when he's on the block. That's incredible. Yeah. Those plays are insane. Uh, we have the tools to do it. I just think we really have to show why we're the best defensive-rated team for a stretch of this year. Um, 
on Giannis and the Kumpo in the paint. I think that's literally where the series lives and dies. I think Drew Holiday can drop like 40. Giannis can have 25, but we're switch we're switch defense. We can't like we, we I think we doubled Giannis too much in game 1. That left people open and those people whether it was Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, you know, whoever it may be, they were hitting their shots. Yeah. And we weren't hitting anything. So keep the same game plan as game two and hope that they they drop like they were like the the shots were just clearly like dropping for them they were they were playing very well yeah i mean i like to believe we're a good three-point shooting team if the if the shots there take it i don't know i I, i'm I'm a fan of the smartest shot not forcing threes i'm not i'm not anti 43 sheet uh 43 threes taken in a game so yeah I don't know. Well, I'm excited to watch the rest of the series. Um, I'm feeling a little bit more confident in that series than I am about the other one. But yeah, I mean, it still felt like we took it to the rack much more than we did in game one. You know? Yeah. Like maybe it was a more possessions type thing. But if we're so if we're mixing it like that and we're just going for the best shot, I don't mind if like a lot of there's a lot of open threes or whatever the case may be. Derek White, uh, five fouls, zero points, but plus 22. Wow. I remain in Derek White's corner. He is he is very much not a uh, statistical net positive at all. He's doing those under-the-radar things. He's doing yes. the things that are like, you know, you need players to do, but it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. I still think he'll show up someday. Um, I, I I will stop saying be patient. You know, by all means, be upset by how he's playing now. But I still think he'll show up someday. You just you just need that like, you know. There's always those players that go off for one game, and they're the story of the game. Where you know they really, really are the reason that they won the game. And you know, hopefully that comes at a time that we really need it to happen. Um, massively a guy who's uh, capable of that. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 I mean, we saw that when we first got him, right? There was a couple games where we were like, whoa, what's going on here? Was he like, he averaged, uh, I don't know. He he, he had 20 points in a few games, 20 plus points in a few games. Yeah. I want to say. So. Well, the Celtics started at home, split the series, going to Milwaukee now for the next two. The Bruins started on the road lost the first two, and they're coming home, and they're coming home to win the next two games. So if you're going to the game, make sure that you're loud. Make sure that you, you know, everybody's having a good time because the Bruins need the fans to, like, lose it. It needs to be like a we're not down on the team. We're not out. So, you know, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for the rest of this Bruins series, for the Celtics series. We got a lot to talk about over the next week, I hope. And I hope that there's more positive than negative. But, you know, obviously we'll be checking in. We'll be all over social media over the next handful of days talking about these games too. And uh, I will be at the game Friday and Sunday. And, you know, if, if you guys are there, shoot us a DM. Let us know. Let's say what's up. And uh, go Bruins and go Celtics, right? Go Bruins, go Celtics. It's a long series in both 
It's a long series in both. Nice to split, but we split at home. Carolina won at home. Yep. It ha- it happens. It does. Let's win at home. It's not over. A lot of hockey left. A lot of hockey left. A ton. Tough, tough night, but there's a lot of hockey to be played. Let's go bees. Let's play Bruins hockey. I like it. I like the positivity. I like that we're, you know, we're very hopeful for the remainder of this series. And I, I ha- I'm feeling confident. Like as as tough as these last two games were, and as down as I am because of of frustration, I know that they're able to bounce back. I know that we haven't seen anything yet as far as product productivity. So, you know, let's let's bring it game three and four, get some wins, get some confidence back, and let's hope the Celtics keep rolling too. I've I've got faith. Let's go. Let's go.